This is Generation Education. Join educator Ruth Baynott Mondays at 11 a.m. as she explores modern parenting, physical, emotional and social development from pregnancy through adulthood. Mondays at 11 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. Welcome back. It's time for Chit Chat. And I have with me this morning Sherry Davies, who is a social worker in private practice and has worked in NGOs both within the Jewish community and the broader community. Sherry has got a special interest in working with children, adolescents and adults who suffer from anxiety. She's committed to working for the Jewish community on a voluntary basis and has served on the Executive Committee for the Jewish Women's Benevolent and serves on the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. She currently works for Hatsola Medical Rescue, managing their psychosocial projects and their crisis response team. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ruth. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Sherry, before we get into it, do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself and what your role is at Hatsola? So, Ruth, I am a social worker and I'm to run their psychosocial programs. So, we have a number of programs that um, are more geared towards mental health and not the physical health because Hatsola really have seen the, the intersect in mental health and physical health and really put an emphasis on, on monitoring both sides of, of those um, spectrums. Uh, we have a crisis response unit, which goes out to traumatic incidents or events that we are called to as the ambulance service. And basically the the role of the crisis response unit is to attend to all the psychosocial needs on that call and then refer out after that if there's a need for that. So that's the one unit. And then the other the other project that we've started is Hatsola Connect, which is a an anonymous confidential platform that teenagers and young adults can um, chat to a counsellor online um, and just use it as a touch point to get the help that they need in a, in a time of crisis. Right, right. And I've been seeing the adverts online for Hatsola Connect. And I wanted to actually ask you, how did the idea for it actually come about? So I think where it came about was that we saw there was a void in the services for, for teens and, and for the young adult section that really when COVID hit, they, they were really hard hit, um, losing out on schooling and social and all sorts of events and trips and overseas things that they would normally get and, um, and no longer could because of COVID. And there was a lot of emphasis both globally and locally and in the community and outside the community on adults who were losing their jobs or the elderly who were isolated and not a hell of a lot of intervention for the teenagers. And we started seeing that there was huge fallout socially and um, academically for this cohort. And, and that's when we started this teen line, which really has been very well utilized by the teen group. That's fantastic. Talk to us a little bit about what a teen that's maybe going through whatever they're going through, what would they need to do to get in touch with Hatsola Connect? So we've just actually moved onto a really simple platform and all you would have to do is go onto our Hatsola Connect 
um, page, which is Hatsola underscore connect on Instagram, or you could find us on Facebook on the Hatsola website itself and literally click on the URL link and, and start chatting to a counselor. It's really that simple. Right. And when you say start chatting to a counselor, is that literally face-to-face voice or is it via text message? Or by text. And we've done it that way because teens and young adults prefer text as their sort of uh, most common, commonly used um, mode of communication. And um, it also ensures confidentiality. So no one's recognizing anyone's voice. You can't see anybody. And it really it's completely anonymous. So it's not like WhatsApp where your number will come up. You just get assigned a scrambled V number that is totally unrecognizable to us unless they choose to tell to give their their identifying information. What about a situation where a teen does get hold of Hatsola uh, Connect and it's actually a serious situation where perhaps you need to actually get parent intervention or what needs to go a bit further. What in that situation? In those situations, as with, with lines like Childline, I mean, we we encourage the team to, and we have trained professionals who are guiding the counsellors in those very serious calls, um, who we try and get the, encourage the caller to give us that identifying information so that we can help them with whatever additional assistance that they're needing. And in those cases, we obviously are working together with our dispatch. And if we need to dispatch an ambulance or if we need to refer to other organizations, then we do that. Because mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here thinking about the team that, has now gotten hold of you guys and has expected to be anonymous. And then you recognize that it is something more serious. I mean, how do you approach that with a teen to actually then say, look, you need to actually get help. We need to get hold of your parents without breaking their trust. So they, they're going to choose to give us that information or not, which is how crisis lines work. Um, and that's the really scary part of the line that if they choose not to give it, we can't actually enforce that in any way because we can't get their number. Right. But that that is both the risk and the actual success of a crisis line that when we guarantee anonymity or confidentiality, that we're allowing children to take control of that choice in in when they're ready to disclose right. their, their information. And and we have obviously trained our counsellors and the, the professional supervisors are trained in trying to get children to move to that point where they can trust that the intervention that's going to, that we're suggesting is going to be more helpful than not giving over that information. Right. And if I may ask, how long has Hatsola Connect been running? And I'm not sure if you're allowed to divulge this sort of information, but what would be the average amount of calls that you're getting? So Hatsola Connect launched actually about... Um, a year and a bit ago, but on a different platform on Telegram, which we found was quite difficult for, for teams to access. And since we've moved over onto the new platform, which is just really um, a, a web landing page, it has been, we really have been inundated with calls. So it just is speaking to the the volume of of how how deeply teens really need somewhere to mm. speak to somebody. Mm. Um, that that void that has that has developed, which I think was made so much worse by COVID. Yeah, and I think just having an anonymous person on the other line just to be able to listen that once they've actually shared, very often that in of itself is just what they're needing. Someone that's not a parent, not involved, doesn't know them and they can get it off their chest. Absolutely. And and you see often when we tell our parents things, there's a there's a need for parents and a really coming from a good place, a need to solve that problem. And often children just want to be heard. They don't want 
suggestions or solutions. They just want someone to listen. Right. And, and that really is what Hatsola Connect is about. It's a space where children can, without any fear of, of being forced into doing anything, just be heard. Right. And for those teenagers that are listening, first of all, when we say about teenagers, what sort of age? Is there an age limit? So there's no age limit at all. And in fact, we have had some adults use the line, but really we, you know, our target market is the sort of 11 to 12-year-old right until the 25-year-old. So we, we have offered this to the university cohort as well and, and has been well taken up by them as well. Right. And... For that teenager that is listening, are there any taboo subjects or what sort of things can they chat and phone about? So the total underlying, the underpinning ethics of of this line is a complete non-judgmental, completely accepting, no one's putting any kind of judgment or, or any agenda on anybody. This is a real open platform for any kind of issue at all that kids are sitting with or young adults are sitting with to really talk through and think through with another person. Right. So nothing is too trivial. Nothing is too trivial. Nothing's too difficult. And, and nothing's too, too terrible, really. It's a, it's a place where they are not going to be judged. Right. And tell me, in terms of community getting involved, first of all, with this project and with possibly any future projects, what can the community do? Look, I think, you know, as far as when we have new, we just trained a whole new group of of, um, volunteers. And when we have training, those adverts will go out and people will, will see when we are recruiting. But as far as just spreading the word and, and opening the space for teenagers. I can really encourage parents who are listening, not only adolescents who, who would like to use the line, but parents to encourage that open communication by giving children a non-threatening space. Just because you have a good relationship with your children doesn't mean they always want to speak about difficult things with you. Just to open up that space and say, look, there is some way where you can think things through. And just to encourage people to use that line. Right, absolutely. So speaking of that, just tell me if they do want to get hold of Hatsola Connect, where do they go to? So just follow us on Instagram, Hatsola underscore connect. You can see on the Hatsola Connect um, Facebook page or on our Hatsola website. Um, You can find... And, and literally, it'll give you the URL link, and you can and you can click on that. And twice a week on our Instagram um, page, we're posting things around different topics that come up around how to support grieving friends, or how to support friends who are in trouble, or how to to you know to deal with self harm, or all different issues that come up. And we have two different posts a week, and people can follow us on Instagram and see. Um, you know, different t- tips for managing stressful situations. And on each post, you're able to, in the bio, click on the URL and just land on that on that chat page. Right. I was actually going to say to you, and what if they don't have Instagram? But I think that's an all-person question. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they don't have Instagram, they can find us on Hatsolo website. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I, I, I could, can't imagine a teenager that doesn't have Instagram. <laughs> As I say, old person question. <laughs> Sherry, thank yeah, you. For old people, you can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have been told Facebook is for old people. <laughs> Sherry, thank you so much for chatting with thank me you. this morning and for chatting all about Hatsola Connect. And we've been chatting with Sherry. If you want to get hold of Hatsola Connect, it's on the Instagram page, Hatsola underscore Connect. You're listening to Ruth Baynard on Generation Education.